This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome, friends, to this week's Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome back after a few weeks uh, break there for the for a summer. Um, I'm really excited to be offering some thoughts with you this week around the subject of the pricelessness of peace. Uh, I don't know about you, but through lockdown, uh, you know, the things that have been creeping at the door, uh, like the apathy, the hopelessness, the sense I just can't be bothered, you know, we're not free, and and, uh, there's things creeping in, and that sense of peace seems to be just, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, nobody able to just grab it and grasp it and, and hold on to it. So I'm going to delve into a subject called the pricelessness of peace. This peace that's worth is so incalculable, uh, like, you know, it, it's precious to the soul to have your inner life at peace and uh, tranquil, uh, lack of strife and worry and care. Is that possible? So we're going to answer the questions through this week's podcast. So be blessed, guys. So good morning, everybody. Um, the the thought this morning is, after a few weeks we've been away, uh, had some time off, you know, I've had some messages come into my heart. And uh, one is on the pricelessness of peace. And in the context of lockdown, uh, you know, and the effects it's had on everybody, because the things that have been knocking at the door of our hearts and minds, discouragement, hopelessness, apathy, that kind of, that's laziness that they can't be bothered, neglectful spirit, that, that they've been there, They've been knocking at the door, uh, trying to get in. And I know at times for myself, it's like you've let them in, we things get in. You know, nobody, no having that freedom to, to uh, you know, move and, move and connect and interact with others and get out. And So it's, it's inevitable some of the things were coming. But I believe just sharing this, it's time to release these things and arise. So I just pray this morning, God, as I uh, as I speak these truths, I pray that God help help me to be clear and concise to bring forth Your Word. That Lord, You said You sent Your Word and healed them, and delivered them from their destructions. You said the entrance of Your Word brings light. God, You told us that You shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So we claim this morning that we have got ears to hear, we've got eyes to see, we've got hearts that are willing to receive, God, that we will receive light, truth, that will make us free, that will bring us up and it will make us, fill us with such joy because we'll see that stuff is no longer going to keep me uh, oppressed, that stuff's no longer going to keep me imprisoned. So we claim that this morning, we declare it over this time. In Jesus' mighty name. So, the pricelessness of peace. 
And as we know, uh, in the midst of all these other things that gets into your hearts and minds, how priceless is peace? To define priceless, it says, it's something that's so precious that its value cannot be determined. It's got this incalculable uh, worth that it's too great to be calculated or estimated. The preciousness of it, um, it's incomparable. Is that not true? You, you think of uh, Philippians 4, talked about the, the peace of God that passes all understanding. It's worth passes all understanding. It's that precious and incomparable. The word peace defined, the, the, in the Greek dictionary it, it talks about its harmony, its tranquility, its lack of strife. Vine's dictionary says it's a sense of rest and contentment that comes from a harmonised relationship between God and man. Free from conflict, discord. And our dictionary talk says it's free from disturbance. It's tranquility. It's to be free from anxiety or distress. To be calm and composed. So, the first scripture I'll share is John chapter 14 verse 27. Jesus said these words. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So a few questions we're just going to answer this morning is, how do we get the peace? Uh, and... How do we keep the peace? So first question is about how we get it. You notice in that scripture I said there, Jesus mentions give. He leaves us with his peace. He gives us his peace. He uses the word give or gives three times. The word give in the dictionary, uh, tremendous, it says it's to freely transfer the possession of it's to cause to receive or to have. It's to impart. It's to entrust or commit to. So what he says is, I give you a peace transfer. I pass on my peace to you, freely transferring the possession of it. Um. And then the question has to be, how does he give us it? Well, he answers the question by telling us how he doesn't give us it. He says, I don't give my peace as the world gives. When he says the world here, it's, he's talking about the world system. Different concordances, dictionaries. It's a system. The world was used as a system that was opposed to God's. What does the world say when it offers peace? Or when it offers anything? <laughs> a lot of things. 
it says it's here today and gone tomorrow. It gives one day, but it takes back the next. There's an impermanent nature of worldly things. They are temporary, passing, fleeting, momentary. Jesus says, I do not give you my peace like this. My gift of peace is no temporary. My gift of peace is permanent. It's lasting and it's remaining unchanged no matter what we go through. It's enduring. It's continuing. It's constant. It's everlasting and unending. Is this no beautiful news, I'll tell you? He doesn't say, I give it to you one minute and I take it back the next. If God gives you something, who can take it from you? No man in the scripture, he talks about joy and peace. No man can take it from you. <laughs> I hear you, darling. No man. No man. How many men? No men. <laughs> so, that's just a wee personal testimony. I remember I was in a church early days and I had all my insecurities, inadequacy, inferiority, all the different things going on. And I remember being around about these leaders and I heard this inside was stop giving them power over you. And I remember telling that to a kind of godlier woman, a woman who was well trained and disciplined. She couldn't get what I was saying. It was almost like it was a problem. But uh, it was true that I was giving them power. I was giving them the ability to influence and control me. What they said, what they disagreed with, all that kind of stuff. But God was saying to me, stop giving them power over you. And the and the 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 truth of this is that no man has the or woman has the power to disturb your peace. And the word disturb means to interfere with the normal functioning of. But here's the crux of the matter, which we'll get to next. I'll slow down a bit. I'll I'll, I'll say something before I else. So, his peace is to be lasting and continuing. It's not to be here today, gone tomorrow. It sounds brilliant, doesn't it? But if you ask yourself, is this my experience? Or am I up and doing like a yo-yo? Tossed about like the the waves of the sea with worries and fears and hurts and irritations and the despondency. Discouragement, a wee bit like Martha in the story of uh, Martha and Mary in Luke 10, when she was full of all these issues because her sister wasn't doing what she thought she should have been doing. And Jesus beautifully turns and says, Martha, Martha. <laughs> you know, twice he says it, meaning, look, let me, let me, let me override the, you know, uh, the. The, the, the mentality of your position she, he said You're, this is not the only thing you get worked up about but he said Mary's chosen the best part the most important priority the top priority the most important thing 
was to sit at my feet and get peace. All the other stuff was secondary. Because the most important thing is, allow that peace to saturate you so much that you then live from that place. So now, on to the next bit was, how do we experience this constant, continuing peace? Now this is our part. He said it in the same same, same uh, sentence. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. In John fourteen twenty seven. The word troubled here means disturbed. Thrown into confusion. It's to be stirred up, to be distressed or anxious about something. Annoyed and irritated. The word afraid is to be cowardly, timid, feeling uh, fear or anxiety, lacking in courage. The Amplified said this, don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. And do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. So we'll get back to what we were saying there about the, the person. No man has the power to disturb your peace. But you yourself can let the world and its worries and distractions and its fears in. I remember hearing this years ago. I read it first with Kenneth Hagen, a wee book for him. And then over the years God spoke it directly to me and helped me to see what it really meant. He says, you can't stop the birds of worry from flying above your head, but you can stop them making nests in your hair. And at that point for me, I was getting stirred up constantly, letting things in, getting all annoyed, irritated and disturbed. And God showed me, uh, you, you can't stop these things for being there. Fear will be there. Panic anxiety, but you can stop them from getting in and setting, setting in your heart. We can open the door to them, we can let them in, we can give them the entrance, we can allow them and, you know, uh, you know, permit them to get in. So our, our responsibility, I, I remember some of the people I was running about, as I've mentioned, they would, they would be always saying, it's not, it's no you. You can't do it, you can't do it. It was almost so defeating. But in this verse, Jesus said, let not your heart. You, your means it belongs to you. It's your property. It's your pos rightful uh, possession. Uh, we've no just to leave it to him. It's like saying to somebody, uh, let your car be filled with petrol. <laughs> let no your car be petrol tank ever be empty you know God can't do that for us we need to go and fill the tank up it would seem crazy and unnatural to say that to somebody wouldn't it that we expect God to do this for us no this is our responsibility we can't just leave it to him there's part part that we've got to do yeah we can't do it without his empowerment without his strength but our part to play is let refuse to allow your heart and mind to be troubled and afraid and we need to train ourselves 
and discipline ourselves into the practice of that. Um, so how we do this, how we keep it, we look at Philippians 4, chapter, uh, chapter 4, verse 6, and Colossians 3, verse 15. I'll just read the two of them. So, Colossians chapter 3, and the Amplified, it says, Let the peace, the, uh, the soul harmony which comes from Christ, rule and act as an umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds in that peaceful state. And then we look at Philippians 4, it says, be anxious for nothing. Don't fret. Don't allow yourself to be anxious. But instead of being anxious, instead of worrying and uh, and uh, being full of care, pray. And by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your concerns, let your requests be made known unto God. The Amplified says, in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, with these definite requests, continue to let your concerns, your wants, your problems, your worries, talk to God about them. So we're clearly told to, to talk to God about all our concerns. Instead of allowing the cares to accumulate and build up and gradually eat away us, we're to speak to God about everything that frustrates or annoys us. And any time there's anything that's that's subduing us, oppressing us. I mean, I, I learned this early on and it has helped me so much as I've disciplined myself all the years with this. That we have to deal with each issue. For me, it's helped me stop everything. Get away alone. Write your stuff down. Address the hurts, the concerns, the worries... Get them out, write them down. You know, that has been one of the biggest keys of freedom for me. Um, you know, because we are going to have times we're going to be so troubled, so irritated, annoyed. But it's about how we manage that is what we, we need to take responsibility for, for ourselves. So... Just a word of encouragement this morning. Uh, that this peace I leave with you. In the midst of all the lockdown stuff, in the midst of the the stuff that's built up, you know, we want to release that this morning. We want to release all the cares, the worries, the the you know the things that that have that have accumulated discouragement, name it, sense of hopelessness. For some who listen to this, that the you know, the, 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 the things that have been overpowering and overwhelming, causing such concern in the heart, the fear. The amazing thing that maybe some listening aren't even Christians. But you think uh, this is where the words of Jesus are so timeless that all you're doing is try to keep yourself physically strong when you need to pay attention 
to what's going on the inside of you. And Jesus offers this uh, peace. He says, I freely transfer the possession of my peace to you. This place of harmony. This place of uh, tranquility. To have that place that's free from cares. That priceless place. The worth of it. And I know that some in the midst of lockdown will think that peace, what's peace? In the midst of all this care, financial care, the fear of the disease, the loss of so, so much, so many freedoms, to have that peace. But we know this morning, we, we can claim that peace, we can ask Christ for it and stand on it and claim it for ourselves. And then reposition ourselves, start afresh at, at practising. I'm going to not let my heart be troubled. I'm going to close the door, the windows and the doors of my, my heart and my mind to all these things that have been creeping in and even uh, tormenting some. We just pray this morning in agreement. We pray peace to each listener. We pray your presence. God, the promise, the hope of your promise. You told us that you have to mix faith with my instructions. We believe what we hear and we latch onto that with our hearts and our minds that your peace that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds. It will act as an umpire in our lives, meaning an umpire tells you what's in and what's out. We thank you that it will act as an umpire telling us what's right and what's wrong, what's in God's will and what's out of God's will for our lives. And we'll walk forward in peace in these days. We'll arise with a, with a, a, a new, to a new place, to a new place of victory, to a new place of, uh, of, of success um, in our lives through the difficulties we've had to adapt to and overcome through this time. So we bless you now. We thank you for all these things you're doing for us. In Jesus' name. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.